Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, we were talking about clothes and the topic came up of wearing the same clothes over and over. Yeah. But also, how long should you wear clothes before you wash them? We've talked about this before. It turns out there are some official numbers out there. I wore the same clothes all weekend. Pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> didn't shower. Didn't leave my house. Okay. okay. Now, you may violate this first one. These are items that you should only wear once before washing. Okay. Socks. Yeah. Underwear. Agreed. Yep. Undershirts. <laughs> oh, you don't have to. And anything <laughs> with visible dirt on it. Also, anything that gets really sweaty, like workout clothes, which depends, because when I was in high school, I wouldn't wash them till the end of the semester. You would just stand them up in the corner of your locker and they'd be ready there for you. Did they say anything about smell? Because if you go to certain restaurants, you walk out of there smelling like either fried foods or... The fajitas? Uh, yeah. Well, think, you smell like a fajita. I think hibachi, when they're cooking in front of you, yeah. you're right there at the, in the kitchen. Yeah. Pretty much. So, I mean, I can't wear those clothes again because I smell it. Sub places. How? Like, nothing's even being cooked, sub. but the, you go in to get a sub, and you come out smelling like subs Like bread? Day. You smell like that bread they're cooking back there. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. Wash your buns, girl. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They say that the closer something is to your skin, the more often it probably needs to be washed. Now, things you can wear a few times. Okay. This is according to the official, like, experts. I don't know if I agree with all this. Pants, sweaters, blouses. I'm okay with sweaters for sure. Yeah. Bras. Yeah, bras. I know girls don't. They wear them three or four times before they wash them. And pajamas usually don't need to be washed that much. Every two to three, maybe four wears is fine. Don't women have sweat in the bra area at times? Sometimes in the summer months. Blessed women, perhaps. Oh. Wouldn't know. Well, thanks for that reminder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes well, I don't think it matters, does it? I'm I, sorry. I can answer that. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, Tom. There you go. I think a lot of times with shirts, you might wear them for two hours. So that don't count. You can hang it back up. I feel like I already need to wash this outfit because whatever you are cooking in the microwave, Tom, yes. it is so strong. What is that? It's chicken tenders and hush puppies. Oh, you smell like hush puppies from <laughs> Chanel. <laughs> from Captain D. Oh, I like that. Oh, this is totally on a tangent. I went to Ulta with my daughter over the weekend. You can't try any of the perfumes anymore because even the testers are locked up behind there and you have to ask somebody, hmm. I guess because of thieves. 
Thank Probably. you, thieves. Well, you know what? They should lower the prices because some of those perfumes are way too they expensive. Are. I've wanted this one perfume forever, and it's like $300 for a bottle. Are oh, you God. kidding me? No. You, you want to save some money and rub Tom's hush puppies on you. <laughs> <laughs> I just go to the department stores and get the samples. Sometimes they have the little samples. <laughs> I just samples? use the things they send in magazines and in the mail. <laughs> I just wipe it on my neck a little bit. It's good for one wear. I <laughs> use a deodorant sometimes at Walmart and put it back on the shelf. I do spray my deodorant. If I'm buying spray, I will spray it and smell it. There it extra dry. Okay, back to clothes. Yeah. Things you can wear a bunch of times. The big one they say is jeans. My Some sure. experts say you could wear them 10 times no. unless you go commando, in which case you should wash them every time. The problem with jeans for me is that I spill crap on my clothes. I mean, I, I was thinking about this this morning, and I looked at a pair of jeans that I had in the hamper. And I'm like, well, there's a big stain on the leg. I can't wear those again. Honestly, I'm surprised your wife don't put a bib on you. What? <laughs> it's like a bib. <laughs> like they have at Red Lobster, those bibs. <laughs> yeah. put a, oh, it's, never mind. Okay, thank you. <laughs> they say <laughs> other things fan. you hardly ever need to wash is outerwear like coats and jackets or dress clothes you don't wear too often. Too many r- washes on those will actually just make them get old looking sooner. Yeah. A lot of times you, but you forget to, to, to do the coats. I'm like, when's the last time you did that you washed your winter coat? And mine's leather, so really, I mean, a wet yeah. paper towel is probably all it needs. But like my, my hoodie here, and I got another hoodie, I'll wash them every so often, it's, especially if I've been around somebody with a lot of perfume or cologne, and I can smell them. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing. My dad wears so much cologne. Yeah. And you give him a hug, and you smell like him the rest of the day. And yeah. it just is not, you got to wash your clothes. Here's one last tip for you. You're probably using too much detergent when you wash your clothes. I've, I've cut back on mine because I've read this before. Yeah, they say that according to laundry experts, including Whirlpool's brand manager, using too much soap can actually make your clothes less clean because they work by rubbing clothes together in the washing machine to remove the dirt, and the, help, the soap helps with that. But too much makes them so slick there's not enough friction to remove the dirt. I don't listen to this, and I don't listen to where they tell you not to use those scent beads. I don't care what it does. It smells phenomenal. So, Well, you know what? And that's why they have those big cups on the top of the detergents. You know, they have, you see how big the top of the ter- detergent is? So you use more of it, and they sell more of it. Oh, yeah. It's like if it had a little bitty cap, you wouldn't use as much. Well, but you can only fill it up halfway. It's what I do. Yeah, it does. It, like, you don't have to fill it all the way to the top. Who okay. knew? Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. there's that line there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, they say you can cut your soap in half and see how your clothes look, then dial it up or down if you need to. Or you can be like Tori and give yourself skin allergies and itch all the time. <gasps> Is that what those are? I know I had my wife used something new, and every time I lay down in the bed with the sheets, I'd start itching like crazy, and it was some kind of fabric softener or beads or something. Well, apparently it wasn't new and improved then, was it? It was unimproved for me. It was new and itchy for you as yeah. well. <laughs> itchy and scratchy shampoo. False advertising. New and itchy from Tide. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. All right, you were talking about orange being a bad color to wear to a job interview. According to career builders, that's what they say is the worst color to wear. I looked it up to find out why. Okay. But not only that, I found out there are a lot of other colors that convey different things when you go to a job interview, and it might be helpful for you 
to be able to choose the color that would best suit that job. And how many times have you just thrown something on, whatever you got in the closet you think looks nice, and you just go there, not even thinking about the color of what that thing is to help you out? Well, they say don't wear navy to an interview for a creative job because navy sends a message of being trustworthy, honest, and credible but it's a better choice for industries like law or finance. In a more creative environment, it could be considered too conservative. Now, see, my problem is, what if blue is your color? Yeah, and like, it matches your eyes. Uh, yeah, or it makes yeah. them pop or whatever uh-huh. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe not navy. Maybe go with a lighter blue. Something that is more creative looking. Sky blue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Much like orange, you should probably avoid brown altogether. It tends to convey the message that you are slow to change, and it kind of has a traditional stuffy look to it. Unless you're going for that UPS job, and that's a totally appropriate thing. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> they say gray, surprisingly, is pretty good for any industry. It sends a message of being rock solid and reliable. Unless you get nervous easily and sweat a lot. And then it shows during the interview. You might need to wear pads under your arms. You know, you can actually wear feminine hygiene pads under your armpits, and there's no sweat that will get out of that. You know, I've tried that, but it's funky to get it up in there. Like, it doesn't work the way online it looks easy, but it's not easy. You can put some bounty paper towels up there. Quicker picker upper. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine that being more convenient than those little sticky pads. Oh, I'm teasing. You don't do that. I've got a wedding coming up, and I'm worried I'm going to be sweating for all these people I don't know. And I'm like... I thought about doing this, but I mean, is that not going to make your arm stick out a little bit? No. I mean, you, get... <laughs> you don't get a maxi pad. Yeah, you're not you get a one days. like your mom used to wear. The ones for the people having it for the first time. <laughs> He's over there maxi pad with wings on the dance floor. They're like, he works out. Look at the muscles. <laughs> He's, off, yeah. <laughs> He's got wings. Oh All right. They say red may be a little too much. God, it's a horrible choice for the next one. Um, red comes across as bold and assertive. And they say for many interviews, it may come off too strong. It might make you look domineering and rebellious. And it's a risky choice for an interview. Yeah. Now, I could understand. Well, because I think about a woman wearing a red dress, but not a guy. How many red shirts do you have? Well, and I definitely uh, wouldn't wear a red dress. Well, I know that. But, okay. if, I mean, most guys don't see them wearing red shirts all the time. I don't think I have a red shirt or anything brown. Unless they're at Ace Hardware or Target, then it right. might be appropriate once again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you want to appear that you have attention to detail, white is a reassuring color that can convey a feeling of impartiality, cleanliness, and purity. Why? Because if you can make it to the interview without a stain, Mm -hmm. they're like, she's got her act together. Exactly. (laughs) You can put the interviewer at ease with green or send the message that you're unique with purple or yellow, but don't wear orange. Yeah, I want to know why. Well, they say purple sends a message of being artistic and unique. Yellow signifies optimism and creativity. But orange is the worst color. 25% or one out of four employers said it's the color most likely to be associated with someone who is unprofessional. That's just because it doesn't look good on most of us. Orange is a tough color to pull off. Well, I mean, if you're wearing orange, really, you're kind of like a kid. It's like, you know, unless you you do have a Clemson. But that's the thing. You're either at a sporting event or you got bad taste in colors. I mean, it's very rare. Orange is maybe for a woman's dress in some instances. But as they say, employers see it as unprofessional. 
No matter what color you choose, you should consider the tone. Uh, depending on whether it's dark, that could per be perceived as formal or authoritative, while light colors make the person appear more friendly and approachable. And bright colors convey confidence, while muted colors are more conservative. Quick question. Was the color orange invented before the fruit orange or vice versa? Oh, yeah. I yeah. never thought about that. Yeah, I've had a lot of time to spend with that, and I haven't figured it out yet. I'm not wow. going to take yeah. any time for that. Oh, okay. I'd like to know, though. Uh -huh. Orange, you glad you're going to be thinking of that all day. <laughs> there you go. I'm about to Google it. <laughs> well, while you're there, why don't you find out about the chicken and the egg, too? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I did that one on Amazon. Chicken came first, just to let you know. <laughs> it's two-day shipping. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should try it with the orange. Well, you can't get the color. You can't buy a color, Tom. Buy some just paint there. or something. Order some orange paint and order an orange and see which one comes faster. Okay. I'll do that. that. makes no sense. I'll tell you all. None of this makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Over the weekend, we had World Bartender Day. I don't know if you guys celebrated or not. I did Friday. <laughs> you know that uh, they predict that bartenders will be replaced by robots in the near future. I don't buy that. And no. robot bartenders will be exactly like human bartenders. They'll take your order, they'll pour you a drink, and they'll pretend to listen to your problems. <laughs> are they, they going to buy you one every once in a while like a good bartender does? I don't know about that. When they get to know you and you, they know you tip well, yeah. sometimes uh, let's reward you with a shot here and there. Mm. Okay. They say one of the biggest complaints for the bartenders is when you order a drink, you wait for them to make the drink. Like, for example, you go, hey, I'll take a margarita. They give you the margarita. Then you'll tack on another one and then tack on another one. They say give them the drinks all at once. They can make them because it takes more time. And they can't move uh, on to the next person. But uh, when it comes to, I guess, drinking a little bit too much, I discovered a study found the English language has 546 different words for drinking too much. Now, we know most of the, uh, you know, usual ones. Hammered was one. See if there's any that you recognize here, Cato. Tipsy is one. Wouldn't it be easier to find ones he didn't recognize? <laughs> okay, well, I got some that are more unusual coming <laughs> and, up. And tipsy is different than being drunk. Absolutely. Uh -huh. Yes. All right. Smashed and trashed is one that we all know. Been every one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I've even been these. All right. Loaded. Is I've a been word? loaded before. <laughs> wasted. I've definitely been wasted. Not to be confused with wasty face. What? I have been. I've not got that one on my list. You can add it on there. Wasty face? Yeah, that that's right after you go, woo, in a bar, and then you're like, uh-oh, <laughs> I'm wasty face. Don't put that one on. I will not. Okay. These are other, I guess, words used for drinking a little bit too much. Liquored up. Heard that one. I guess. Sloshed. Yeah. Have you been there? Yeah. yeah. Many times. Okay. Tanked. Yep. Three sheets to the wind? Definitely. Sometimes four. <laughs> I've never seen you drink, Tom. I drank a lot when I was younger. When he was younger. What's three sheets to the wind? Is that like in, because um, I'm thinking about three sheets hanging on a, you know, a line outside drying off, like a clothesline. Uh, oh, you're just like dancing, like the sheets in the wind, like those squiggly guys outside of a car show. You're like, whoa. E either that or it's that old standard song that they sing. 
Ah, it actually has to do with ships. Oh, okay. The sheet is the line that controls the sails on a ship, and if it's not secured, the sail flops in the wind. So if you're three sheets to the wind, it means okay. all three of your sails are loose and you're out of control. <laughs> You'll never remember that when you are three sheets to the wind. <laughs> all right, 546 different words for drinking too much. Are you going to do them all? No, but okay. these are the main ones. Plastered. Yeah, I've been plastered. Nipped. I don't know about nipped. That the, sounds English. Ripped is another one. Nipped ripped and ripped. I have been, but not nipped. <laughs> okay, glazed like a donut. No. <laughs> that your eyes are glazed over. Right, yeah. that's not you, though. And I don't feel like that has to do with drinking, if you know what I mean. Like in Colorado, you see a lot of glazed eyes. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Under the table or under the influence is another way to put it. I mean, under the influence sounds legal. Under the table is what something drinks you. We under had, the table. We've had buddies, though. Their feet were just sticking out. Like they had the big white you know, buffet table and had the white cloth over it, and you saw just two feet <laughs> underneath it. Wow. Yeah. Fried is also mentioned. Yeah. Lit. That, again, fried for Cal- uh, Colorado. It could be both, though. Okay. And inebriated. No. Those are some of the main words. <laughs> inebriated that is definitely a legal-sounding one. Yeah, that's the one the police officers yeah. used. I pulled probably. him over. He was inebriated. <laughs> All right, so some of the more unusual ones. He couldn't even say inebriated. Uh, and it's, I guess some of these do come from overseas. Beery-eyed. Instead of teary-eyed, you're beery-eyed. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> you're beery-eyed. Here, you need some visine. Uh, pickled is one. Oh, hmm. yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Cabbaged is another one. Don't think I know about that. I don't want to be cabbaged. And I, you know, you think about someone that's eating a lot of cabbage. I don't want to be around them either. Honestly, I don't really care for cabbage. I just don't want anything to do with it. You know I mean, the smell of it? Anything. Yeah. Oh, it's cooked with bacon and some bacon grease. Mm. Sozzled. Never heard mm-hmm. that one. S O Z Z L E D. Did I mispronounce it? Doubt it. Okay. Fuddled. Like, I know about being befuddled. But yeah. I never heard anyone being fuddled. Because I think about Elmer Fuddle. <laughs> That's not right. You wascally wabbit, you've been twinking too much, haven't you? Uh, <laughs> what's wasted? Ha <laughs> ha, wasted. Yeah, I've not heard that one. Yeah, no, me either. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that they're talking about you, Tori. Oh, right. It's a term. <laughs> okay, uh, 546 different words for drinking too much. Bladdered is another one, which makes sense. You drink too much sometimes, <laughs> and you're like going to the bathroom over and over again, or maybe it's as you get older you do that. I've heard of blitzed. Okay, blitzed. Uh, schnookered. I've heard of schnockered. <laughs> schnookered. This is I schnookered. Like that one. Are you sure? Yeah, it sounds like that sounds like a can, like a cookie to me. I sounds like so schnooker candy. Sounds like something that uh, Sean Connery would say. You've been schnookered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fancy. That's like that. That must be if you're wine drunk, and then you'd be like, I'm schnookered. Oh, like it's okay. not as bad. It's okay because it's classic. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, bingoed. Never heard that. Got a big uh-uh. bingo right now, bro. And then slap happy is another one. I've heard of that. I've heard that one. I've never been that, but I've heard of it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And those are just some of the more unusual ones. Tom, I'll let you look over the list, see if anything uh, skunked was mentioned. Oh, here's here's a few more. I'm sorry. I got um, malarkeyed. That's that's like your like your grandma. That's a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> yeah, but that's usually poop. I don't know why it would apply to this. Poop is malarkey. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, a bunch, bunch of, of bull malarkey. Oh, is it? Okay, it's a bunch of malarkey. Means it's a bunch of crap. These are words that they say that sound like they mean you've been drinking too much. Nutter buttered. 
Oh, I like that one. <laughs> he's, he's just he is nutter buttered, boy. Bobble headed. Well, it does happen. Uh, <laughs> it's like one of those oh. little bitty figurines that's in the back of somebody's car. A bobblehead. Yeah. Back. I put that on the dashboard. Do you put it on the dashboard? On the back, I think, it's a is whole different thing. Fun? Like the little hula girls? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Labradoodled is a word that sounds like you've been it. drinking too much. He's labradoodled. And someone said, Barbenheimered. Because of the new movie? Because uh, of the hammered, too. Barbin hammered. Is it Barbin ha- No, but I'm saying you hear hammered, you're drunk. But this is Barbin Heimer. I understand. Oh, I got you. But I'm just yeah. saying it make more sense if you were Barbin hammered. Um, okay. Because Barbin Heimer doesn't really mean that. And then pickleballed. He is just all pickled all out right there now. See, my friends, they don't use any of those words the next day. They just yeah. say, oh, Kato, you had a good time last night. <laughs> I think pickleball sounds like a person's description. Yeah, he's a little pickleballed on top. Yeah, I guess so. Like you're missing some hair and maybe you got little bumps. That would be bad. And he's green. Okay, we could leave that part it out. Smells like but vinegar. Maybe he's maybe he is green <laughs> and crunchy. He's probably dead at <laughs> this delicious. point. And his name's Velasquez. Ah, Clausen. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. How many times has this happened to you? You park your car in a parking lot, you do your shopping, do whatever, and you come back and you see that a car that's parked right next to you, so close, you can't even get your door open. Yeah. And it always happens when you park way out to so nobody parks by you, and then they park right on top why, of you. Why? We don't know. Just don't know. But there's some bonehead squeeze their car right up next to yours. Mm-hmm. There's been times where I had to get in on the passenger side so I wouldn't, like, bang my car door on their car oh, door. Oh, that's when I bang, bang. You don't do that. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I do. But that hurts your car. No, I, I, mean, I don't use my car. I use my foot. Oh. Hmm. That's damage to property. 
Yeah, well, I mean, they shouldn't have parked like you, that. What's so brilliant, though, nowadays I is know, right? people share these pictures and they show the person's car. Oh, you yeah, I would, not, I would not do that. to. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the person kicking because I would never do that to a Tesla. They got cameras. <laughs> Don't mess with Teslas. What I'm saying is, like, they'll take a picture and post it online. Yeah. And the greatest thing that I have seen is take some of your kid's sidewalk chalk now and then you put an outline of that car and you like you can put like you know hey you need some help parking I'm being very nice with what I've seen online as far as the gestures they have made with the sidewalk chalk with a person that has parked or taken up two uh, parking places. I like the note where it says and Jesus wept because of your terrible parking chalk. <laughs> I got one left on my car years ago. It said, "Hey, next time you park next to someone, leave a can opener so I can get into my car." <laughs> <laughs> well, now we found out who's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you usually sound pretty good about it. Now, the I mean, thing well, is, you can still be in the lines and be right up on somebody. So I try to adjust for that, not to mention I also try uh, not to park next to well, somebody. Well, I felt bad the other day because I went to, I was in Woodruff, and they had a post office there. No one was at the post office at the time because it's kind of small out there. We have post offices in Greenville. I know. I was <laughs> getting a passport, and no. I had made a, an appointment there. And so I get there, and I'm like, no one's here. So I just, you know, I kind of just whipped it in. I thought it'd be, you know, in, in and out pretty quick. Well, I'm in there for 30 minutes. By the time I come out, I'm like, everybody's probably pointing at my car and like, you can't park. I'm like, I felt very bad. Why about that. would you do that? I just wasn't thinking. Uh, okay. Same reason why you got a note from somebody. I wasn't thinking. You wasn't thinking. Right. This yeah. reminds me of that narcissist thing we did earlier. Like, someone's there so important, they can do whatever. But in this case, it was wrongly because you just didn't realize that you would be in there that long. You really like to try to call somebody out and make them look bad, don't you? No, if you make yourself look bad. I just no. call it out. My parking's bad. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm a good person. Yes. My parking, however. Exactly. Exactly. So what do you do? Some people wait for the other driver to come back and let them have it. They will wait in their car. And wait for the person. I don't have that much time. I don't trust that I won't get my butt kicked. Uh, yeah, I do don't... all my stuff passive aggressive. Oh, kind of like <laughs> online? Or no, yeah. like I leave a note like no. Tori's talking about. Like online, you're this big guy saying yeah. whatever you want to to whoever because they can't figure out who you are. Yeah, but we're talking about parking. And when it's parking, I ain't waiting around for them. I'm putting a note on or taking a picture. Oh, no, I'm with you, Tom. I'm not going to fight. I'll just go back in the store and shop more. Hope they're gone when I time. By the time okay. I get down. Oh, that's more than time. me. Because, like I said, I just kick the door and then work my way into the car somehow. Other folks, like Cato, they said they have left an angry note on the car before. Just say, hey, you need to get some like driver's. Uh, uh, what is it? Test. Education. Education, yeah. And this wasn't even a handwritten note. This was something that was professionally made on a card. <laughs> I used to have those. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, it was professionally made. So they must keep a stack in their car, which makes me think they may be the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I earned one of those one time because I something was wrong with my car, so I was driving my dad's truck, which is a manual. I hit this Honda Civic so hard on my dad's brush guard, it picked the car up off the ground. <laughs> and wow. I just slowly reversed <laughs> it. <laughs> it's oh, almost it's like you're a Girl good. Scout and you learned your I can't park badge. Oh, I certainly <laughs> did that day. <laughs> well, those cards you're talking about, you used to be able to buy them at places like Spencer's Gifts. Okay. So they, that's where they got them from is somewhere like that back in the day. Right. All right. Have you ever left a note? I have not. I have many okay. times. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have. 
And then some people, Tom, just like you, they take out their anger on the other car. Don't know how specifically they're doing that. They key it. But really? Yeah, just some people for a park, do. That's just really annoying to yeah. think that someone would take go that far just yeah. because someone could not park. It could be an old person that has no clue or thought that they parked well. There are a lot of cameras nowadays, Tom. Yes, so I know. I'm more careful. careful. Like I said, Teslas, do not mess with Teslas. They are videoing the outside of that car all the time. In fact, Tesla owners <laughs> post them on media all the time. You mm-hmm. see the person coming up. and Sometimes they do it just because it's a Tesla. Like, they don't even have a reason. They're That's just they're yeah. like, oh, it's wow. a Tesla. I'm, I'm jealous or whatever. I don't like electric car. And they come up and they beat it up. And they're like, we have you on camera now because our car records all the time. Mm. So don't mess with Teslas. You shouldn't have told them. Let them well, get busted. Honestly, don't mess with any of them. There's, no. there's cameras all out in those parking lots now, at yeah. the, especially if you're going shopping. That's why the keying is better, because you just kind of hold it down by your side Tom, and walk. That is, right that's, that's horrible, and someone listening may not think you're kidding. And you know, the cameras are getting better these days. Not like those old fuzzy they're bank cameras. They're getting zoomed in and stuff. You're like, <laughs> yeah. see, you can see the paint peeling off of the car as he walks by. And, and we can like, see his tag number. Geez. The See, guy driving away. I'm defending them because I'm, it's usually me <laughs> parking, having trouble parking. I drive your old Jeep. Yeah. I can tell if it's your car or not. Yeah, those cameras has helped, though. Those rear view cameras have helped a lot. Gosh, yes. Yeah. Oh, you mean in parking? Yes, I can back up much better I got now. You. I can back up better than I can pull in forward. <laughs> I mean, I need a front camera. Yeah, that'd be that helpful, would be nice. it? Yes. <laughs> On the windshield with the little yellow lines telling you where you're going to go. Yes. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.